welcome back to the Lainey Michelle podcast. I am excited to do another episode for you guys so soon, get back into the swing of podcasting because it's actually so much fun. And really quick, if you ever like considered podcasting, just even alone or with your best friend or whatever, with anyone, just do it. Just like buy a cheap mic or figure something out and you can use so many free products as well just to like talk with your friends. It's just like something that seems like living in Nebraska and like, you know, not being a big influencer or anything, something that I couldn't do, but really I can. And like, I have friends who want to talk about stuff and I, that I think have really interesting lives that I want them to share with. So I think it's just such a good opportunity and you guys should all try it out if it's something that you've been considering but for me it is a wednesday but it's probably going up on friday so happy friday and today i'm going to be talking about my europe trip planning because the secret's out if you listen to my last podcast that i interviewed delaney on she talked all about her dream Europe trip and how she took it and everything. And so this podcast is all about my trip that I'm planning currently to Europe. I already booked the flights and I booked a couple other things that will come up in the episode. So I'm for sure going. I just need to honestly book a lot more of the stuff. Um, I am going to be playing it a lot by ear just because I'm going during um, the shoulder season or like the really really non-busy season so it's gonna be pretty easy to book things while I'm there and it'll be cheaper that way too but yeah so like I said secrets out I'm going to Europe and I am so excited it's basically what's gonna get me through this next semester that's gonna be really busy for me and so I'm like all I have to do get through it graduate and then I can go but of course like it's not that easy because I am involved in a lot in school so it's not just getting to graduation and doing it it's actually going to events and being on executive boards but I'm so thankful for those positions and I'm excited to do them so I'm hoping the senioritis doesn't hit it hasn't right now because um, if you kind of followed along, I love college. <laughs> I think it's so much fun and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made to go to college. So yeah, um, but I could not be more excited to graduate and move on from it because I feel like I'm at that stage of my life and I knew that going to Europe um, is the perfect reward <laughs> for finishing college, especially graduating a semester early. I'm just super, super proud of myself and I'm not afraid to say it. So <laughs> anyways, getting into the Europe trip planning, um, to what pushed me to just finally book my ticket was talking to my friend Delaney, who just had nothing but great things to say. And I also just keep thinking and seeing things online, like you're only young once and you can earn the money back you can you can just get the money back always but you can never get time back so i'm like i am 22 and it's time i have been wanting to do this and it feels like i'm getting older already even though i know i'm so young but i know that this is my time to go 
so I am so excited but um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go into detail about how I decided the length of my trip how I'm deciding where to go and then I'm gonna talk about why solo travel just doesn't scare me so starting with how long you should go I went back on back and forth on this a lot so I was going to do like a huge trip way back in 2020 and this was before I even decided I was going to college so when I took my gap year from 2018 to 2019 I was really considering in June of 2019 to backpack Europe from January to like March of 2020 which thinking back I'm like my life could have went a different way if I would have instead went to went didn't go to college and went backpacking Europe from like August to November but okay that didn't happen I'm like stop thinking about it but that would have been smarter but anyways I'm lucky that I went to college instead and didn't go abroad because the pandemic would have happened and it might have been a mess so I am like kind of thankful that I wasn't over there during that time but um I so I was going to do three months which is like the most you can go um being an American citizen until unless you get a visa and it's kind of hard to get a visa unless you're like working going to school blah blah, blah other stuff so then um I kind of got a little stressed and anxious when I was like planning how long I should go because I think I just started to think about money and people kind of questioned it um, rightfully so because they knew I was going solo and then I was like maybe I'll just go for two weeks 10 days of two weeks something like that and visit like three cities like Paris Amsterdam London three ones that I've been wanting to do for like kind of the most but yeah, they seem like three major cities that are by each other, so perfect. But then I just kept thinking, and the people who originally told me, like, they were nervous about me going were like, I actually think you need to do this for long. And, like, if you're over there, you just need to see what you need to see. So that's kind of when I was like, okay, you know what? I think I do need to go for a long time. Um, and then you kind of start looking at flights, and you're like, Oh, this is kind of the deciding factor because I would be like how much is it to fly out on this day compared to this day and then fly back this month compared to this month like kind of like that and so I kind of based it all on the price of the flights and I ended up getting a really good um, price so if you book far enough in advance chances are you'll get a pretty good price for your flights so I'm super thankful with that that like I didn't have to pay very much because sometimes actually I do know that someone who's paying more to go to Florida than I am to go to Europe so <laughs> round trip too so yeah I was happy about that and then I kind of just booked the tickets and I was like I also, oh, also, it also <laughs> really depends on location, so you play around with, like, a bunch of locations, like, where is it cheap to fly into, where is it cheap to fly out of, and usually multi-city travel is cheaper instead of, like, flying into London and leaving from London, which I think is more beneficial to 
do multi-city because then you can start one place and then make your way to the other place, which is what I'm doing. So I'm starting in London and then ending in Barcelona and I just found that those tickets were the cheapest I could find. So I also just like didn't want to just visit three main cities because I am very much a person that uh, when I travel I've had more fun going to the smaller places like small town feel and like doing things that are not super super touristy like I for sure will be doing touristy things but it is cool to like add some countries or cities in your trip that a lot of people overlook I guess so kind of one of those as a whole is like Scotland for some reason a lot of people don't go to Scotland they just like choose Ireland and then the UK but again for some reason I just like was love Scotland I don't even know why I have no connection but I've always wanted to go there I've always told my friend like I wanted to go to Wales as well so I was like going to planning to study abroad at one point in college in Scotland um, that just didn't work out and so I was like I want to go to Scotland if I'm going over there so I did some research and I kind of started thinking when I was going what are big things going on there and I was like, well, I was not gonna go for New Year's Eve, but then I decided maybe I will. So I decided instead to look at where, what cities have like huge New Year's, New Year's Eve like festivals and stuff. And of course, London has the spectacular, probably fireworks show and just like stuff. But really, Edinburgh, Scotland, has Hogmanay, I think I'm saying Hogmanay, I think it's that, um, and that's their New Year's Eve celebration, and it's huge because it used to be bigger than Christmas because Christmas got banned for a certain amount of time in Scotland, so it is a huge celebration and holiday there, and like I researched like should I go to London, should I go to Edinburgh, and everyone was like go to Edinburgh, it's amazing, it's on my bucket list, so I'm really happy that I'm going to be celebrating a very special celebration there. And then when I was looking at what um, I should do for stay and stuff, because I was going to do hostels my whole way through, all the hostels are already booked just because it's during one of their favorite holidays. And so... I was like, maybe for this, I will book a tour. So I like easily, I was like, look, researching and online, someone's like, book this tour. So I just clicked on it and I felt for the price, it was reasonable to do because I want to celebrate this big celebration there and there's no hostels or barely any hotels available. But if I book it through the tour, then I'll be able to stay and I'll get to do it with people and even though that was kind of pricey, I feel like it'll be worth it to start my trip doing that. So I am very excited to be going over New Year's Eve because um, I've only ever celebrated here. So yeah, I'm super excited about that. And then, so okay, next I'm going to talk about booking tours because I decided to do that. But for a while, I was like trying to decide should I book a huge tour all through Europe, like 
specifically the EF Ultimate Break, if you've heard of that. They just have an Ultimate Europe Tour, and they go all around Europe, so I was like, that's a good one. They, like, book your hotels for you, they book excursions, they book everything, and they just, like, have tours ready for you, so you don't have to do hardly any work, but kind of thinking about that for me kind of takes away the fun, I guess I could say. So, um, I thought it was more worth it to just go on my own. Also, since my friend Delaney came back, and you'll have to see what happened with her tour if you go read my blog post or listen to that podcast. She didn't, But she didn't end up going on it, and she said, like, it was so much better that way. Um, Europe is so easy to, like, inaccessible to travel for, um travelers, female, solo, anyone. So I was like, that really made me feel better about this. Uh, so I, was, I think I'll be fine. And I also have a friend that I want to visit while over there. So I don't think I would be able to do that with a tour. So just doing one small tour is like, I think the best decision that I could have made. And then of course I'll do like free walking tours that I think you just took a tip at the end of in like major cities. I'll probably do those almost everywhere I go. And then also Airbnb experiences. Delaney told me like so much about those and how she recommends doing them. So you can meet local people and stuff. So those are like, that's like the most I'm doing for tours. And you kind of just have to decide for yourself what's more worth it. Are you comfortable traveling um, on your own schedule? Or are you more comfortable with someone else planning out everything? So moving on to like where should you go in Europe, I kind of mentioned where I'm starting and leaving from. So and then I just got excited because I just got to fill in the middle. So I did, I'm doing so much research, um, still doing research. And like I said, well, I didn't really say how long I was going, but I'm going a little over five weeks. So it seems like a long time, but the amount of places in Europe, it's really not. So I am like going back and forth right now, deciding do I want to cut some of these places out and spend more time in places or do I just want to see everything at least a little bit? And most people, most um, veterans of travel would say like, don't go try to see everything, like give yourself some relaxation and just spend some time in the places you want to go the most. But I don't know if I'm going to end up doing that because I'm really excited to uh, just visit all these places and it's just so accessible and it's cheaper in the winter so I will see. I'm still deciding but it's just so hard to not want to go everywhere. So I'm starting in London like I said and then I'm going to Edinburgh. Scotland for on the tour and that's about four days Then I'm gonna come back to London and like spend some time there then I'm going to Paris um, I most spent time <laughs> If that makes sense, I'm gonna spend the most time probably in London Paris and Amsterdam So it goes London Paris Amsterdam That's the order and then after Amsterdam I'm going to Berlin and I did have to make a sacrifice here like do I go to Copenhagen or do I just skip out on that one this time because it's a bit further of a train ride 
than Berlin is and then Berlin's closer to other places so I decided I think I'll just go to Berlin I researched the differences of Copenhagen Berlin and I just feel like it just sounds fun both of them sound fun but um, based on what I've read I just I'm like I think Berlin sounds like a good place to go but I'm only gonna be there for two to three days and then I'm really excited to go to Prague next um, my boyfriend's grandma like went to Prague and she just talked so much about it and then I just my, Delaney just told me like some cool like they have cool history and it's like a fairy tale there so it's really cute then I think I want to go to Budapest because that's kind of a lesser known place I just think it sounds so cool there and it's something I'm like really really wanting to do now so I for sure do that then Vienna, Austria, and Salzburg, Austria. I wasn't going to do Salzburg, but that's where The Sound of Music was filmed, takes place as well, and then also that's where Mozart, I believe, um, was born and raised and stuff, so I think that's really cool and would be really cool to see, so I'm hoping it gets to do that. And then I'm going to Munich, um, Germany, and hopefully I see my friend there. I'm assuming he'll be there. But I also think it's gonna be cool to see two different cities in Germany. So I'm excited to see like, I guess the difference between them and like if they even feel like the same country. And then I'm starting my Italy leg of the trip. And this is what I'm really, really, really excited for because my mom is coming to the Italy leg. She's like, I can come for like a week. And I was like, how's 11 days? So she, we're starting in Rome. I'm gonna meet her there. She's flying in this. And then we're trying to decide if we go to the Amalfi Coast or not because it's gonna be winter. So I know it just won't be the same, but also it's like so gorgeous. So I'm trying to decide. We'd only have like, we'd have less time in Rome if we did that. But next is Florence and Pisa, Pisa, Leaning Tower, Pisa, you know. So all of the Italy lake is going to be like quick. Like we're going to have to be moving. And I was like, mom, I hate to do that to you and like to us. So maybe we'll move some things around, but there's just so much to see in Italy. So it's like, oh, what do we do? And then I'm going to butcher this next one, but it's a Cinque Terre. <laughs> I really don't know how to say it, but it's the C-I-N-Q-U-E and the T-E-R-R-E. So that I just heard is beautiful and you have to go. Um, of course, Italy will not be the same in the winter as it is in summer, but still, it will be less busy and I think that counts for something. Then Milan, then Lake Como, um, which I'm very, very excited to see. That's where Delaney said... Um, that Star Wars Padme and Anakin's um, marriage scene is filmed and I just think of the thinking of the view so yeah it's not gonna look the same of course because winter but still then we're moving on to Venice and that's where our Italy trip ends and so I'll, I was gonna just go straight from Venice to Barcelona but then Delaney had to tell me about how nice and cool Nice France is and like how literally so cool the French Riviera is amazing so I was like oh I want to go there too 
And then she took a day trip to Monte Carlo, and ever since I've watched Monte Carlo, that movie with Selena Gomez, I was like, I really, really want to go there too, just because the movie. But we'll see if we can make it there. On our, it's on the way to Barcelona, so I'm like, I feel like that might work. It would just cause less time in a lot of places. So not only am I basing it off of how much time I have, but also when my mom is getting there is when the Italy trip has to start. So I have to fit in my other stuff before. But yeah. Um, I'm like so excited to go solo though for the first leg of my trip. Um, I'm more excited for my mom to be there, I'll be honest. But I am excited to just like learn about myself when I'm going solo and I have been wanting to just like get better at being confident and experience this type of um, independency and kind of learn so much about myself. That's all I hear on like other podcasts I listen to about traveling solo. So I will be so excited to finally do that. And I know that there's going to be moments where I'm maybe even like so scared I'm crying or like not scared but stressed um but I know that that will just like build character in me and I'm excited to have to like go through those obstacles and challenges and like prove to myself that I can do the I can do hard things and I can do things by myself because sometimes I do find myself leaning on others quite a bit if I'm around others so I am very excited that to kind of be free almost in a sense and yeah just like doing the research makes it seem so okay to do and I just am really not afraid to go alone. I've been traveling solo for since I was 16 I guess like I I flew alone which um, I feel like a lot of people don't fly alone until they're in their adult years so I felt that that was like the most freeing experience when I was like 16. I was like so happy to just be in an airport all by myself, flying all by myself. So that like ignited love for being independent, love for travel and everything like that. So yeah, I'm like thinking back to my Hawaii trip and how amazing that was. And it really, really does like help you to be confident and like find so much love in yourself because all you really do have is yourself. So I think that this is so necessary for me and I just need to like do the solo trip before I get any older. <laughs> I just need to do it now. So uh, hopefully I kind of inspired you to travel and either go solo or with a companion, um, doesn't really matter at the end of the day, kind of just depends on yourself. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I tried to kind of go through it a little quickly, just so it's not too long, but I'm going to go more in depth about literally everything, like packing and um, what I'm buying, what I'm trying to like budget on, how to like maybe get cheap flights I kind of told you here but I could go more in depth and resources that I'm using and all that jazz so yeah stay tuned for a bunch more with that and I'm excited to be back on the podcast 
Um, I'm calling this season two because there was such a long hiatus. But also go read my blog if you want to see it written down or if you just feel like reading the blog as well. <laughs> but thank you for listening today and I hope you have a great weekend and or day, whatever day it is for you. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.